950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, the Matt McNeil Show. Yeah, it didn't go too well for the Vikings last week with the Detroit Lions in town. Uh, they will take on the Green Bay Packers coming up here on Sunday. It's the Sunday night game, which really is kind of interesting. They're making that a Sunday night game, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Michael Broadcorp is kind enough to join us. He has been talking Vikings with us. He's also, of course, uh, our expert on, uh, on on politics here, and particularly from the Republican point of view. He's kind enough to join us today to talk about last week and uh, the look ahead here towards the Packers week and then the game, last game of the year at the Lions. Hi, Michael. How are you, sir? It's great to be here. It's good to have you here. Are you feeling better after? I mean, that was, I think that was just a hard reality is that without a top-notch quarterback, and this is not just our team, you can see it across the board in this league, the, the Raiders, the Bengals, you know, you, you lose a your top starting quarterback, it becomes a very difficult thing to do anything, and, and the Vikings just, they ran into a good Detroit Lions team, and they they did not come out on top. They did not, and it really shows to you the, the significance of the quarterback position and what it has. There's a, you know, my, my, my old man, God rest his soul, used to tell me that defense wins football games. I think we've, I think if he were alive, he'd be saying to me right now, boy, I was wrong, because you need to have an offensive component. And while the defense has performed very well this year, uh, the Vikings have just not had a good, strong offensive position in that court consistency with that quarterback spot since the loss, loss of Kirk Cousins and these last few games have really shown it okay so Mullins throws for 411 but let's talk about the thing that what is being disguised by the fact that Cousins went down and that is our rushing game is abysmal in that game Correct. in that game we had a total of 17 total rushing yards 17 you will not win any damn game the fact that they were they're were only down by 6 is remarkable how in the world i mean they they i understand they they made some some uh, you know, cook they got cook went to the the jets they felt as if it was big bad but I'm sorry. I just I, how how do you make that decision to get rid of at least a guy that can you know he was able to get yards. I mean, right now they got no one who Correct. can run. Correct. In, in a previous episode, Matt, you <laughs> asked me about Dalvin Cook, and I think you also asked me about Adam Thielen. If Adam Thielen's there or Dalvin Cook is there, I think the question was probably more to Dalvin Cook. I would say to you that it's you know there was a lot of concern this season about losing both Thielen and Cook, and I think we're we're certainly paying for the Cook decision. Uh, Dalvin Cook not being there, those were some consistent yards, and that was a real missed opportunity. I think that this season is going to be a season that is going to be looked upon and analyzed quite a bit uh, uh, into the terms of the leadership decisions that the GM has made and some of the coaching decisions, and getting rid of Dalvin Cook. I'm not saying that he's the savior, but he certainly had some consistent yards and was putting up some numbers, and he his loss, I think, has been felt greatly on this Vikings team because there has not been a solid replacement for him. Well, and and I understand there are contract issues that get involved here, but at the same time, you 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 you've had you had nothing there. I mean, I hate being so blunt about it, but there's nothing there. There is no running game with any kind of consistency. And, you know, the best running we've had was from when Dobbs was playing quarterback, for God's sakes. And and so, you know, it's it's kind of one of those That's situations. Great point. Yeah, it's it's it really is a, and it was great that Cousins was able to get around that because he was so lethal, and it did because he was so good at throwing. It opened up the running game a little bit, but 
you know, right now they're just basically putting everyone on the line and making these backup quarterbacks try to beat them, and they just can't do it. Correct. And, and pivoting, it's, a, it's your show, but I'll, if I may pivot a bit to the Please. quarterback position, uh, a little a little, little illustrating development. Uh, Justin Jefferson, of course, came out uh, and made the case that, that he hopes that Cousins, that Cousins will return uh, next season. And it's something that we've talked about. Uh, uh, Justin Jefferson said, quote, me and, me and Kirk have a great connection. And that's something that you've discussed and we've discussed in previous episodes is once Cousins went down, and we brought, you know, what was the possibility of him coming back? And I seriously, sincerely think, I, I thought it was, you know, we had kind of speculated, but I'm a little bit more confident than I think I have been that there's a real chance that he can come back. I do have a follow-up question, but I want to hear your answer to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I w- here, you and I can just discuss this really quick. My gut feeling, you bring Cousins back. You, okay, so let's let's bring them both the quarterback and the, the rushing game. You find a rusher yep. on the free market. Uh, get a free agent rusher, bring them on in, and do that. Your first pick in the draft is your new quarterback. You sign Cousins. You say, Kirk, this is your team. If you come back, you're still going to be the quarterback. But we're going to bring in this quarterback with the idea that you're getting older. You've got now got an Achilles injury. We do not want to be caught off guard again. We're bringing in a quarterback that's going to be you're you're the heir apparent, but it's still your team until you don't want it. You're going to get Cousins at a discounted rate because of the injury. Jefferson stays happy. He's still your best weapon. You can't get rid of Justin Jefferson. That would be my approach to to this offseason. Sign Cousins, draft your first draft pick. He's the quarterback that's going to replace Cousins eventually with Cousins giving the tutelage that he needs to become a star quarterback and then finding a running back on the free market. Correct. Let me ask you this question because this has been bubbling up a little bit today. Russell Wilson. No. Talk of, uh, Sports <laughs> Illustrated. There's a Sports Illustrated story today talking about that Vikings a betting favorite to land Russell Wilson. Um, your take? <laughs> no. Oh God, no, man. I mean, it, okay, nothing. Russell Wilson has some talent and ability. But if you're telling me my choices are Russell Wilson or a, a a healed Kirk Cousins, this is not a discussion, is it? Yeah, I, I would take Russell Wilson. I mean, I would take. I'm sorry, I would take Cousins. What? Would take Cousins. Wow, that was breaking yeah. news. No, okay, you take Cousins. No. Yeah, I would take Cousins. You feel the same? Oh yeah, 100. percent 100 percent. Because because I mean, okay, so Russell Wilson as he is right now, because this is where he's at. Kirk Cousins coming back healed. Is there any way in the world you would? Is there any team on the planet that would take Russell Wilson over Kirk Cousins at that point? I don't think anyone would take that 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 make that decision. I'm not a doctor, and by all accounts, uh, Cousins' uh, uh, injury has been healing appropriately, and he's going to be coming back in good strength. I don't know what the medical decisions are that NFL teams have to make. Assuming that he can come back in a similar uh, position as he was. You got to lock him down. You got to lock Cousins down. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of doctors involved, and and uh, of course, at this time of year, with the, the chances of the Vikings, there's the questions whether we're going to make the playoffs. This little side drama about Russell Wilson came up today, and I thought it was worth worth mentioning. I noticed that. Do you notice that the Vikings become a name that gets bandied about by national sports people? that basically don't want to bring up stuff that to discuss legitimately, but they bring up stuff to just create fires all over the place. Have you noticed that? 
Correct. Uh, Matt, I tell you, I'm not, I don't believe in a ton of conspiracy theories, but I could, I could speak on your podcast. I could speak on your radio show for three hours about my frustrations with how national media outlets treat Minnesota sports teams uh-huh. uh, with great fervor and passion. Um, and it's pretty consistent, but yeah, I, we, I see that a lot. I think the Vikings get disrespected a lot in comparison. You know, look at last year. Uh, you know, last year was a perfect, a perfect example where they won a lot of close games. And what the, the, the narrative from a lot of the national broadcasters and analysts and commentators on the Vikings team was that, look, this was a poor team that was just one when it went away um, from, you know, screwing things up. And what you see in a lot of other situations is uh, when they talk about other teams in that particular situation, they put much more of, of drama and emphasis, in, and they talk about it in a much more uplifting way. The Vikings is just, in a number of ways, I think, they get treated in a, they get disrespected a lot uh, at, at the national level by some of the media, but we'll see, you know, we'll see what happens. But I do think Cousins is the way to go, and boy, um, that would be, I think that would put the Vikings in a good position, but they still have to figure out their running game. Well, they and still have to figure out their running game. Going back to the quarterback, so Mullins is going to get benched. He threw the four INTs. Um, you know, it's and like I said, you got 411 yards, but you give up four INTs. You have no running a game. That's why you lost that game. Those two things right there. Uh, they're going to give it to Hall. And and I think, it, you know, in the speculation off, what I said is that you need to find Cousins' heir apparent, a legitimate quarterback that's not just a stopgap measure, not freaking Russell Wilson, you know, so, you know something something that's got, you know, longevity. So I think that these next two weeks are the tryout for Hall. If Hall shows some ability and that, that he might be able to eventually become a, you know, a, a legitimate caliber NFL quarterback – then you don't have to worry about that. You can have Cousins come back and give give Hall the tutelage right. for the next few years. So is that what your thought is, is too, is that these next yeah. two games are going to be Hall just because they're going to say, show us what you got. Correct. Show us what you got. Those are the opportunities. And by all accounts, he's. I think he's earned it. I think we've gone through the cycle of the other quarterbacks. I think that you know what he showed in his you know brief appearance in, I think it was the Atlanta game where he played a little bit, uh, he showed some mobility. And I think that that's, you know, what the Vikings kind of need right now in that position, a little bit of confidence. I do think with two games left and with the possibility of the Vikings making the playoffs if they win out, I think there needs to be some consistency in that position. Yeah. Uh, I think there needs to be some consistency in that position. Again, uh, as of right now, the Vikings, let's see here, according to the calculator, uh, right now the Vikings' chances of making the playoffs, as of today, are 27%. If the Vikings beat the Packers uh, on Sunday, it jumps up to 47%. If they beat the Lions, uh, they are all but, uh, if they beat the Lions, uh, they're all but assured roughly 95% chance. So as I understand it today, Vikings to get the playoffs, they have to win out and there needs to be, I think, a combination of losses, at least from the Rams and I think Seattle are what we need right now to make the playoffs. And so... Um, that's what we have on Sunday. We have a big Vikings-Packers game. Uh, it should be mentioned, yeah. Okay, and uh, talking about the National League, just really quick here. San Francisco, Philadelphia, Detroit are all 11-4. and four. Uh, The four seed's going to be Tampa Bay at 8-7 and seven because they're just, they won the division, and that division is horrible. Dallas will be the five seed, and then it comes down to, yeah, the Rams and the Seahawks are both 8-7. and seven. The Vikings are 7-8. and eight. If they want to have, do anything here, they have to win against the Packers. So... <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I I thought they had a pretty decent chance against the Lions. I was disappointed there, but I mean, we explained why that loss happened. 
you know, the, the Packers are not the, the Detroit Lions. Now, granted, I understand the NFC North teams play each other tough on, on both these games, as, as they should. But I, I just I have a hard time believing. I think this, the, the coaching staff is going to have a lot of questions to answer if they do not beat the Green Bay Packers this weekend. Yes, this is a must-win game. Um, I believe that the Packers, uh, the Packers are in a similar situation, which is that they need to win too. I don't, I don't believe either. I don't believe the Vikings or the Packers control their own destiny now. I think that the Vikings game with Detroit and the fact that they lost with the Seattle, the Vikings lost with the Seattle win, they no longer control their destiny. So both teams need to win out in order to make the playoffs, and they need a combination of other wins. And so right now. The Vikings have to beat the Packers on Sunday. Uh, the Vikings have to beat the Packers every week. As your listeners know, Matt, as you know, <laughs> I despise the Packers with the, with the passion of a thousand sons. And so if the Vikings lose to the Packers on Sunday and are knocked out of the playoffs, boy, uh, that's going to be tough for me. But they have to win. They have to win on Sunday. Um, is, I, I, I hope they do. I, I think you know, it's not a good team. And the Packers are not a good team. I mean, they, they they try to say we beat Carolina. Carolina's an atrocious team, and so I I'm, I mean I'm still hoping the Vikings get the win. Let me ask you uh, this: Is the Baltimore are the Baltimore Ravens the best team in the league right now? I believe they are. Yeah. I absolutely believe that they are, and I think that I, I, they're the best team. And they are the best team. And the question I think is, you know, in the AFC, who's the best team in the NFC? I I, I think it put a lot of stock in the 49ers right now. Yeah. I think the 49ers are a good team. Um, and the Vikings, you know, and this is this is this is the point I think you're going to say. It, it, you know, and this is what the reality is for the Vikings team. The truth is, the analysis I think is fair, Matt, is that the Vikings are limping into the playoffs in any in any way in which they're going in. If the Vikings blow out the Packers and blow out the Lions, I don't think anyone in the league, and I don't think you and I as analysts in in our unofficial roles as analysts would say that the Vikings are a strong chance in the playoffs. Uh, but they should, on paper, beat the Packers. Mm-hmm. And the game against the Lions is going to be a tough game for them. Uh, but the Vikings have to win out. And I, as, as the eternal optimist that I want to be, um, you know, we, we forgot to mention, we've lost uh, Hawkinson for the yep. rest of the season. Um, we, this Vikings team has suffered. And I think, I don't want to speak for you, but you've said it so well. You've gone off on a couple of, of, of these, I don't want to say rant, but you've gone off on a couple of these sentences where you've discussed all of the all of what the Vikings had suffered this season in terms of losing Cousins, and we started off the season by not having Thielen, not having Cook. We lost Jefferson for some games. Uh, we've lost Kirk Cousins for the season. We've now lost T.J. Hawkinson. We've had problems in the quarterback position, and here we are, the the last coming into the last week of no, of December with two weeks left in the season, and there is a statistical possibility that the Vikings can make the playoffs. Yep. And that's an impressive position to be in. But I yeah. just, for some reason, have to say, this has been an ugly season. <laughs> this, has been, this has been an exhausting season. and It, it has been, hasn't it? It, it, just, it? Well, it has just because, you know, we, we were riding so high. I mean, we, they corrected their early season problems. They looked like they were going to go make a nice run for it, definitely get a higher playoff uh, position. And now, yeah, here's where we are. But that's kind of the nature of the game. And you know, you know, look at the Baltimore Ravens. Look at Jackson there. I mean, it's he stopped worrying about his 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 fantasy football stats and started started worrying about winning games. And guess what? All of a sudden, he looks like he's the best quarterback in the league right now. So, correct. That's any given Sunday. Yep. And Sunday is a big game for the Vikings. I do agree with you. I do say on one point: if the Vikings lose against the Packers, I worry. I shouldn't say I worry. 
I think for the first time, if the Vikings lose against the Packers on Sunday, I think there is going to need to be some analysis uh, from a managerial perspective how we got to this position. Yep. There's been a lot of moves and a lot of plays this season, and I am certainly not in any way, shape, or form uh, going to subscribe to the school of thought that uh, Kevin O'Connell needs to go or any changes. In, I'm not saying that anyone needs to go in any leadership position with the Vikings. But this has been, there's been a lot of moves this season, and the Vikings have tried a lot of things. And if they don't make the playoffs by losing to the Packers, boy, that one's going to be, it's going to be a tough offseason for Vikings fans. Well, and you'll, it's have, be a tough off season. you'll have to answer the question of why, what, what was the decision on the running a game again? And that anyone that was involved in Dalvin Cook going away is going to have to answer that question and, and spend some long, hard hours, uh, you know, facing some scrutiny there. Uh, last thing here, not football related. Uh, it is the last show of the year. What, in your mind, in the state of Minnesota, was the biggest story of the year? If uh, off the top of your head, state flag, the state flag, state flag. <laughs> state flag. I have to tell you something. Yeah, um, the, the state flag is without a doubt the biggest thing that happened to the state this year. I don't want to take anything away from you. The state flag, and if I just may also talk about the big, the, the silliest controversy, conspiracy theory that I've ever heard, is anyone trying to say that the new state flag is somehow tied to Somalia or something else. I have to tell you, uh, there have been some crazy, bizarre theories and conspiracy theories I've heard over the years. But any discussion by any conservative or anyone on that is ridiculous. Uh, I think, but the state flag, without a doubt. Um, uh, you can, I can tell you, that subject, more than anything else, will just drive... Everyone's got an opinion on it, and everyone disagrees. And it's just been a, it's been a very interesting... As someone who was born and raised in the state, um, for some, you know, Minnesotans, boy, for a flag that people didn't really like to begin no with, no one liked that. People are really killing people. I mean, people are really wanting to die on the hill of, that, of an old flag that just blended in with a bunch of everyone. But the new flag that's out there, my goodness, that's the story of the year. Story I, of the year. I, you, I think you brought it up on your podcast. The um I don't know of one flag expert that hasn't looked at the new Minnesota state flag and said, that's an A plus. You guys did a good job. I mean, and, and so there can be disagreement there, but most people think that most of the flag experts, the people that look at flags a lot, they think we did a good job here. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I think, I think it's the top story and it's a very Minnesotan way. That's the type of story that, that it's a very Minnesota story to be the Minnesota story of the year. <laughs> the Sasquatch surfing. Now that was a good one. I, it did not happen for oh, me. That's right. <laughs> the Sasquatch surfing one yeah. was a pretty good one. They did not listen to my pleas. <laughs> or Laser Loon. Right. Laser Loon. We'll, it will never get away from Laser Loon. You, you know that too. Yes, absolutely. I, by the way, let me just say, I think the state seal, the new state seal is great. Oh, exceptional. I think the state seal is fantastic. Exceptional. Uh, I think the new state seal is fantastic and, you know, maybe it should be on the flag. Uh, I got some opinions on the flag. I'm not a fan of that soft blue. Uh, but I think that, uh, boy, it's going to be just wait for the legislative session. I have a feeling that there's going to be flags introduced and there's going to be a whole debate. So the story that I think was of 2023 I think he's going to carry over to 2024. <laughs> wow. Uh, Michael, how about we get, try to get you on next Friday? I would love that. All right. Michael Broadcorp, our Viking expert, political expert, covering things from the Republican side here in the state of Minnesota. Michael, have a great New Year's. Happy New Year's to you, my friend, and we will talk to you next Friday. Stay safe, my friend. Happy New Year to you and all your listeners. Take care. We'll take a break. Come on back. I got some music to take us out this week. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950.